Bretto, two wellness base camps down, one to go. That's right, MP. After a sensational day in my hometown of Adelaide, the wellness base camp heads to Kayama on June the 2nd. Fuad Kassab, his sultry tones will be there. The gorgeous Helen Patteron. Maria Zushman, all about stress, the queen of stress. The incredibly handsome Marcus Pierce. Oh, Bretto, you're too kind. The hometown hero from Adelaide, the remarkable Dr. Brett Hill. <laughs> going to be a great day, MP. And the best part is when you register for Kayama now, not only do you get two tickets for the price of one, you also get our recordings from the Wellness Base Camp in Brisbane, valued at $97. Oh, wow, MP. Brisbane was a great lineup too. We had the Up For Chat Girls, Cindy O'Meara, Kim Morrison, Karen Smith. It's a fantastic recording to chuck in. Eight presentations from Brisbane. Saturday, June 2 for Kayama at the incredible pavilion overlooking the ocean, Bredo. I don't want to sound biased, but it is the most remarkable venue that we've had for the Wellness Base Camp so far. Saturday, June 2, two for one tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's thewellnessbasecamp.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. The Real Food Real is a fresh and educational podcast dedicated to your health. We get real on current research, debunk food myths, and educate you on how to just eat real food. Your host, Steph Lowe, the natural nutritionist, is one of Australia's leading sports nutritionists, passionate about simplifying nutrition and addicted to coconut lattes, smoothies, and sweet potato. If you love the show, then please leave us a review on iTunes. Share the real food real with your friends and continue to spread the real food love. In today's episode, we are joined by Melissa Ambrosini, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, and self-love teacher. In today's episode, Melissa and I discuss the mantra that will change your life and why you need to open wide to enrich all of the relationships in your life. You will learn how to rewrite your relationship stories and strategies that can be applied to all areas of your life, including your health, food, money, and career stories. Get ready to take notes and let's dive in deep with Melissa Ambrosini. Thank you so much for having me, Steph. I can't wait for this conversation. I've been really looking forward to talking to you as well. And I would love just to set the scene. I know you've been on our show once before, but that was a little while ago now. So just maybe catch our listeners up with a little bit about what's been going on in your world before we dive into your new book. Oh my goodness. I can't actually even remember when we last (laughs) spoke, but I think it was when my first book came out, Mastering Your Mean Girl. Mm -hmm. And so much has happened since then. Um, Obviously, you know, we've got my next book, Open Wide, which is out now. Um, And it's very much about, you know, the subtitle, which is um, a radically real guide for deep love, rocking relationships and soulful sex. And it is such a needed book at the moment because I think now more than ever, we are craving deep soulful connection, even though we are seemingly so connected online, we are feeling more disconnected than ever. So 
you know, since we last spoke, I have really been diving deep mm. with this stuff myself. I have been deepening my relationship with myself and with others. I have been exploring what soulful connections are and a soulful connection with myself and with my husband and with my friends. And because I was craving deep love, rocking relationships and soulful sex. So I was like, right, I'm going to go on a journey to, to explore all of those things because that's what I was personally craving in my own life. Mm. Yeah, you certainly walk the talk, which is obviously what exactly what people need to see and what they connect with. So yeah, tell us more, I guess. So the reason behind the book was your own personal experience, but then obviously the realization that so many other people feel the same. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. And it's very much an extension or a progression from my first book, Mastering Your Mean Girl, which is all about mastering that fear-based limiting voice inside your head that says you're not good enough or smart enough or pretty enough or you'll never meet the guy, you'll never get out of debt, that voice that we all have. And so that book is really about mastering that voice so that you can show up in the world as the best version of yourself. And Open Wide is really about then the relationships around you. So it's very much a progression. Um, And I wrote it because I wanted to share what I had learned and remembered and realized along my journey. And I had so many people that were coming up to me and saying, like, how did you manifest Nick? And how have you created such a beautiful partnership? And how have you created this life? And it was very much about wanting to share what I had learned along my journey and my learnings and putting it, put it into a radically real guide for people because relationships are the biggest game that we play. And we're born into this world without a manual, without anyone telling us how to navigate relationships or how to be in a partnership. No one teaches us this. Our lesson is by watching our parents. And sometimes that's a good lesson and sometimes it's really stinky. And so a lot of our beliefs around relationships and loves and love and connection are borrowed and and or inherited from our parents. And usually you'll get to a point in your life and some people don't and some people do where you go, hang on, this isn't actually what I even believe. Or you get to a point where you're like, oh my God, I'm my mother or (laughs) oh my God, I'm my father. Oh oh my God, I have the same relationship as my mother and father. Mm. And so it's, it's a really, this book is a catalyst for you to look at that and to rewrite and recreate your relationship stories so that you can live the life that you want to live without these borrowed or inherited relationship beliefs that we have. And it, it's just such a powerful book for you to really look at yourself and look at all of the relationships in your life. Yeah, it's so powerful. And I think it's a really important conversation. And I wonder if this is your experience too, but not everyone realizes that they're just stories that can be rewritten at any point in time. And I think we can link this concept to many areas 
in our life, like including our relationship with food or, or money, as I know um, you talk about as well. So what's, yeah, what has been your experience with, I guess, sharing these beliefs with other people? Mm, absolutely. You are so right, babe. Like everything that we tell ourselves is a story. Mm. Everything we tell ourselves, what we tell ourselves about food is a story. What we tell ourselves about our relationships is a story. What we tell ourselves about money is a story in all areas of our life. And so what's really important here is to become aware of the stories that you're telling yourself. I can't afford it. That's a story. You know, I'll never heal from whatever. That's a story. I'll never meet the guy. That's a story. There's no good guys. That's a story. Mm. There's no conscious guys. That's a story. You know, these are all stories that we are telling ourselves. And if you look really closely and become aware, you'll realize that you're telling them in all areas of your life. And something that I say to myself, one of my goals for this year is to let go of all of my stories and to be in the here and now. And I say that to myself, it's a little mantra I say every morning, I let go of my stories and I be here now. Because if we hold on to our old stories, whether it's about health, relationships or wealth, we're not present. We're not in the here and now. And that blocks us from the beauty of this moment. And so we have got to become aware personal development and inner transformation, the first step for inner transformation is awareness. You have to become aware of what it is that you are telling yourself. And the most beautiful thing about this is that, like you said, we can rewrite our stories at any moment, any moment. And sometimes I'll catch myself telling an old story and I'll just have a little giggle and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just told that old story. Ha, ah, how funny is that? And then I let it go and I'm like, well, what's my new story? What story do I choose to tell myself? You know, and if you go through every area of your life, write down all of the old, limiting, stinky, fear-based stories that you're telling yourself, literally rip them up in the piece, on the piece of paper, rip up the piece of paper and rewrite your new ones rewrite your money story, rewrite your career story, rewrite your health story, rewrite your relationship story, and you will create the life that you want. But we've got to become aware of the stinky stories that we're telling ourselves and let them go because they're holding us back and they're blocking us from our brilliance, from being here in the now, from showing up in the world as the best version of ourselves. Mm, yeah, it's so powerful. And I do want to talk more about relationships and obviously the the concepts within Open Wide, but I think just from that food or if it's health or even, you know, that weight loss conversation, like people that I see in the clinic, you know, they have these conversations with themselves about it, it being hard or, you know, maybe it's healthy food is expensive or yeah, losing weight is challenging and they accept it as their reality. And of course it then lives out or their life takes that path. So, you know, I think it is a really important topic and tell us more about, um, or maybe some more examples because, you know, I know that open wide means that, 
um, you know, I guess softening and opening yourself up to the situation. But obviously in your words, can you share more about what that means and some examples where that can really help someone? Mm, Absolutely. I just wanted to, before I go into that, I wanted Mm. to say another story that I hear a lot of is like, um, in regards to health is, you know, I'm always tired or, you know, that is just a big fat story, you know, and it's so important to get clear on your stories. And then in regards to, okay, so what open wide means open wide is my guiding mantra. It's my life mantra. So in the morning when I'm slipping from unconscious to conscious realm. And I'm kind of in that little limbo land where I'm still kind of like coming out of my sleep and into, uh, being awake. Um, one of the first things I do is I go through everything I'm grateful for in my mind. And the next thing I do is I want to start each day like a fresh start. So every day is a clean slate for possibilities and I opportunities and, and it's a fresh start. It's so beautiful. I love that about, um, a new day. And so I will say, um, to myself, open wide Melissa, and I'll lay there and I'll make sure that my heart is open. My mind is open and that every cell in my entire body is open because in every moment you're either open or you're closed in every moment. You're either open to the Uber driver or you're closed off to him. You're open to your kids or you're closed to them. You're open to your partner or you're closed to them. You're open to your parents or you're closed to them. You're open to the person at the counter at the bank or the post office or the coffee shop, or you're closed off and shut down to them. And what happens, most of us are walking around with our shoulders forward, our head down in our phone and closed off to the world, closed off to all of the beauty that is constantly around us. Um, As you know, like you and I went for a walk along Bondi the other day. And imagine if we had have done that walk with our heads in our phone, Mm -hmm. we would have completely missed all of the beauty on that gorgeous walk that we did together. And that's how a lot of people are walking around physically and also metaphorically. They're walking around closed down, shut off, shoulders forward, you know, closed off to the world and the beauty that's everywhere. So before I get out of bed, I make sure that I am open wide. I literally feel every cell in my body, every chakra, my heart, my mind open up because I know that if I go into my day open wide, I'm going to have a very, very different day to if going into my day, if I was closed and shut down and it is a practice and it's like a muscle. It's like eating well and going to the gym. It's something that the more you practice it, the better you get at it. It's like it gets strengthened with use and there are times where I feel myself closed down and shut off, you know, especially like with my husband, I feel myself, I can feel my body start to contract and sometimes I can catch it. And sometimes I say to myself in my mind, open wide, Melissa, open up, open up, open wide, open up, open up. And sometimes he can see it. 
and he'll grab my hand and he'll say, open wide, sweetheart. You know, this is the practice. This is an opportunity to practice opening wide right now. And, you know, I can either go, no, I don't want to. I'm right and you're wrong and storm off and hold on to that anger and frustration and resentment for a week or a month and let it, you know, build inside me. Or I can go, you know what, he's right. And I do need to soften and open wide right now in this moment because nothing good comes from closing. Nothing good ever comes from closing down and shutting off. And he'll say that to me. And I say it to him too. I'm like, baby, nothing good is going to come from you closing right now. So you can either open up now or you can open up in 15 minutes. So which do you choose? And sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to. But other times I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he's absolutely right. I can either open up now or I can open up in 15 minutes. And this isn't about not feeling your feelings. Like if you have something bubbling inside you, absolutely feel it. But get over it as quickly as you can because the present moment is waiting for you. And the longer you hold on and be closed and shut down, you're just missing all of the beauty that's everywhere. So open wide is my guiding mantra. It's something that um, I live by and something that I practice every day because my life goal is to move through life as open and as heart-based as I possibly can. I want to walk down the street and be open to all of the beauty that is there. You know, the flowers, the sunshine, the clouds, the sky, the person that just walked past me, you know, getting into the Uber. I can just pop my headphones on and not have a conversation with the Uber driver, or I can take my headphones off and say, how are you? And potentially have the most mind-blowing conversation with a complete stranger that could change my life or could change theirs. And that is the power of being open wide. And if everyone in the world was just a little more open and heart-based, we'd be in a very different situation. Um, But this is why this book is so powerful and so important because I just want to encourage everyone to live in their heart and be open to everything that is around them. Yeah, so fascinating. And I wanted you to share maybe a personal experience or, you know, because obviously you've been practicing this for some time now, but you're still human. So I'm sure there are examples of where you're triggered or where you notice that you are closing down and some examples that, I know you've used before are things like um, when someone cuts you off in traffic or honks their horn or flips you the bird <laughs> um, or maybe it's yeah your your partner or your parents that trigger you and this can apply like certainly to our listeners as to what's going on in their world. Um, but, yeah, is it literally the, the physical feeling that you notice, like that closing and, and or are there some other signals that you can share with our listeners to try and help them identify where to sort of put that circuit breaker in? Mm-hmm. It is literally a bodily, physical sensation for me. I feel, I can feel tri- the triggers. Like I feel what happens is, it's almost like my cells get an electric shock 
and I feel like when I'm triggered, I'm like, whoa, okay, I feel it in my cells. And in that moment, I have a choice to either open or close. And it's so fast. It's so fast that this is where we have to practice regularly to strengthen it and to get quicker and quicker at catching it. Okay, so when you do get triggered by your parents or your partner or your children or a complete stranger or a friend, whoever it is, you literally have seconds, like three seconds to make a choice. Am I going to react and close down and let this affect me or am I going to go, oh, isn't that interesting that that just triggered me? That's interesting. Have a little, have a little ponder on that. Go, oh, that, why did that trigger me? It triggered me because, you know, I put power in that person or I had an expectation on that person or whatever it is. And then in that choice, you can choose to let it go and open wide. So for me, it is a physical sensation in my body. And what I do is I verbalize it. I'll say to that person, that really triggered me. I'll say it to my parents or I'll say it to my husband. I'll say, that really triggered me, honey. When you just said that, like it really triggered me. And he'll go, oh, wow, isn't that interesting? What's in that for you? And so I'll think, I'll sit with it for a second and I'll think, oh, well, I, I was triggered because, you know, I had an expectation on him to say something or do something. And it really is about self-awareness. So I'm just trying to think of an example recently. Um, I mean, yeah, that I'm, I'm triggered. I get triggered by my parents. I'm just trying to think of an example. Um, I can't think of a recent one, but you know, <laughs> and, and I get, yeah, it's a good sign. It's a good sign. But you know, I get triggered by, I have a bonus son who's 12 years old and I get triggered by him um, and feel it in my body. And in that moment, I'll say, whoa, that triggered me either in my mind or I'll say it out loud. And that's my responsibility because the trigger's got nothing to do with the other person. The trigger is a gift for you. And that's what we have to remember. A lot of people get this trigger and then blame the other person. The trigger has nothing to do with the other person. It is a trigger for a reason. It's triggering something within you that you need to look at. That is really important to learn because every time you get a trigger and you point the finger and blame the other person, there's three fingers pointing right back at you. And so it's really important that we take self-responsibility for our triggers and in those moments, you know, verbalize it, say it either out loud or in your mind, whoa, that, that just triggered me. That person that cut me off just really triggered me. Or like for me, I, it feels like cortisol in my body. Mm. Like I can feel, like I visualize all of my cells in my body, the trillions of cells that we have. I literally feel them like get an electric shock of cortisol. And I'm like, okay, I, I have two choices. I carry on with this trigger, let it ruin my life and, and build resentment within me. Or I can look at it, ask myself why I just got triggered or what this means for me and then open wide and let it go. And I think when we all do that, we would be in 
a much nicer environment. Yeah, definitely. And it will certainly improve our interactions. I love the example of the Uber driver. And I think that can apply to many areas of our life because we're often, you know, really nice and engaged with our friends, but we can be almost a little bit rude to the people that are serving us. And I, I think that, you know, that is a really powerful conversation because it will spread so far and wide. Oh, absolutely, babe. And the Uber driver is an example that I had. Like um, a few months ago, I was, when when Open Wide just came out, I was doing interview after interview and I was um, Ubering all over Sydney, going to radio and book signings and things like that. And I got into, I just signed 2,000 books at Booktopia and I was a little bit exhausted and I just had interviews and things like that. And I got into my Uber to come home and I popped my headphones on and I closed my eyes. And all I wanted to do was just listen to a podcast and close my eyes in the back seat. And I could hear and see that this Uber driver really wanted to talk to me. And mm. he, he was like, how was your day? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm just going to listen to something. And as I said that, I stopped myself and I took my headphones off and I engaged with this man and I said, I've actually had a really amazing day. This is what I've been doing. How is your day? He ended up telling me about how he'd flee from Syria, like all of this stuff, like the most amazing story about how he's working two jobs to put his three children through college. They live out in the suburbs and he's telling me all about his children and his three children, like in their 20s, are living with them and their partners and all of this stuff. Like it was an amazing story. And we had such a beautiful, deep, open, honest conversation that I left that, I got out of that car and I had so much love in my heart and so much gratitude for that man and for sharing for him for sharing that story and I'm sure you know he felt the same um but I could have missed that whole opportunity and I would never have experienced that beautiful conversation with that other human being if I had have just put my headphones on and and continued to just be in my own world. And of course, there's a time and a place for everything. And sometimes you do just want to sleep, but you know, I wanted to practice what I preach in that moment. And that is to open wide. And it was the most heart opening, expansive, deep, esoteric, soulful conversation that I've ever had with an Uber driver. It was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely a good lesson. Yeah. Amazing lesson, you know, and there's, you know, be open to everyone. Be like you said, be open to all the people that are in service to us. Like I've had some of the best conversations with complete strangers and you just don't know who that person is or what their story is. Everyone has an amazing story, everyone. And you could learn a lot from a lot of, uh, from other people or if we're open to it, if we're open to hearing about it. And yeah, that's why, that's why opening wide is so important. Yeah. And what about, because obviously this is something that you 
aim to live and breathe and I know that open wide is your mantra, but what, what would you do, let's say, in a situation where you did react or maybe if you were in that Uber, um, in that example you gave us and you kept your headphones on, like would you find that hard to so- sort of almost forgive yourself for behaving like that and, and what strategies would you use in that instance? That's a really good question. Um, again, it comes back to awareness and I might say to myself, if I feel guilty, because you have to remember that guilt, anger, resentment, they create dis-ease, disharmony in the body, okay? So, you don't want to hold on to any of those things, guilt, anger, resentment, frustration. You don't want to hold on to any of that stuff because it's only going to create disharmony, dis-ease in your body and it can manifest as certain things. So if I do, for example, feel guilty, I will acknowledge that within myself. I'll say, oh, I feel a little bit guilty at the way that I reacted or I feel a bit guilty at um, not opening up to that person, but I choose to let that go. In this moment, I choose to let that go because nothing good is going to, going to come from me holding on to that guilt. And I will literally let it go. Like I w- might shake my body, I might jump up and down, I might go for a swim in the ocean if I'm holding on to it, um, or I might talk you know, talk it out with my husband, but usually I'll just say, oh, I feel really guilty that I spoke like that. Um, I've got another example. Um, I was on the phone to Optus. <laughs> oh, my trigger. This is my trigger. Uh, Please my share. Trigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was on the phone to Optus for an hour and a half trying to fix my internet and I was breathing and I was going round and round in circles and I started to feel my body get really triggered. I started to feel cortisol in my cells and I, I didn't speak as Jesus would speak to someone else. And when I hung up the phone, I felt really bad. I felt really bad. I've actually once before done that and I called the person back up. It was a customer service. I called them back up and I apologized. Mm. I apologized. I said, I'm so sorry. I think it might've been like Qantas or something. And I had a number, like her direct line. And I called them back up and I apologized to her because I was like, I'm, I just, I feel so guilty and I feel so terrible that that's not okay. And I think owning your part because everything is a co-creation. Everything is a co-creation. And when we can take responsibility for how we have showed up, we're going to have so much more harmony and peace in our relationships. And sometimes I say it to my husband, I'll say, that wasn't okay that I spoke to you like that. I apologize. Um, I love you. And can we please let this go now? And he'll say, yep, no worries. And I'll say it to Leo as well. I'm sorry, that was not okay. And I own it. Because what happens when you own it and you take responsibility, you're able to let it go and move on. You're able to let it go and then open back up. But what most of us do is we're so stubborn 
no, I, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. No, no, no. It's not my fault. That we hold on to for weeks. And that friction breeds resentment and dis-ease in the body. And so when we can own our stuff, take responsibility, everything is a 50-50 tango, especially in your love relationships. You know, I will say I to my husband, I apologize for saying this. And he'll say, yeah, and I apologize for saying that. So it's always a co-creation. You know, everything is a co-creation um, and it allows you to let it go and move on. But holding on to guilt is not serving anyone. It's not serving you, the other person or humanity. So we have to let that guilt go and give ourselves permission to let it go. And I do that by verbalizing it. I'll say in my mind or out loud, I feel guilty about speaking to that person like that, but I choose to let this go now. I've learned my lesson. I will fix it. I will either call that person back up or I will send the person a message or something like that, whatever I can do to apologize for my behavior. And then I let it go because there's no benefit from me holding on to that guilt or anger or resentment. Yeah, I think that's a really good conversation. And I feel like we can apply the same thing to health and food as we were touching on earlier you know, similar concepts can obviously be applied or the same concepts can be applied to lots of areas of your life. And, you know, if you have, if you can't only have a food story or maybe it's, you know, a goal that you've set for yourself that you haven't quite met, I, I do think it is about drawing a line in the sand. You know, if we keep the example of food, you know, having that one meal or one ingredient that isn't necessarily like a complete paleo or in your like optimal list of foods, you know, isn't going to totally unravel your health, but it, the guilt will make you feel worse. And, and so will if you continue to make poor choices because of that one choice. So, you know, it's about drawing that line in the sand. I think forgiveness and letting go are really, really powerful examples so that you can move forward and, and rewrite that story. Mm -hmm, exactly. Like if you're going to eat the chocolate brownie, eat it and enjoy it and savor every mouthful and be present with it and taste it and smell it and touch it and like have an experience with it. That's what I say to my husband. I'm like, all right, if you're going to eat that, eat it without any guilt and do not complain to me after about <laughs> it. Like only eat it if you can eat it out of pure love. Do not eat it out of fear. And there's sometimes where I'm like, I can't, I can't get to that place of eating it out of love. Like I, I already feel guilty and I haven't even had a first bite, so I won't have it. But then there's times where I'm like, oh, this is so exciting and yes, I want it and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to enjoy it. And I literally have an orgasm in my mouth. Like it's the best experience. So it, it does apply to food. You know, it applies to food, letting go of the guilt or, you know, if you can't let go of the guilt around it, don't eat it because you're just going to beat yourself up after. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about relationships because I know um, that's obviously something that you write about in the book and you and I were chatting off air about what you and Nick, your husband, um, are collaborating on. But Maybe could you start from 
the beginning in terms of the concepts that you talk about in Open Wide and some tips and tricks that you think would be really practical for us to start exploring? Mm-hmm. So in terms of a love relationship, I have in the past entered relationships out of fear. They feel devoid in me and I feel devoid in them. But when we enter a partnership with that intent, there's an expiration date because someone's going to grow or evolve um, to a point where that no longer serves them. But before I got with my husband was the first time in my life I felt whole and complete and inner peace and contentment within myself. And I'd never felt that before. And he is the same. He felt the exact same thing before we met. And I believe relationships are about two whole and complete people coming together and sharing their completeness, not filling voids in each other. And I always say that like I am the most delicious, gluten-free, sugar-free, raw chocolate brownie and Nick is the cherry on top. Like I don't need the cherry, but the cherry's fun and the cherry is epic to walk through life with and hold hands through life with and do this journey called life with. But I am whole and complete on my own. And that is how I really want to encourage people to look at relationships um, and, and not come from that void or that codependency, which a lot of people come into relationships that way. So a lot of what I talk about in Open Wide, I mean, as you know, the first three quarters of the book is about yourself. It's about you understanding yourself. It's about you getting to that place of being bursting with love within yourself. It's about you understanding your core values, beliefs, interests, and hobbies. It's about you setting healthy boundaries within yourself. It's really all about you and a very personal development journey for yourself. And then the last section of the book, the last quarter is about soulful relationships and soulful sex, because you've got to have that level of love and understanding and openness and awareness within yourself first before you can do that with anyone else. And, excuse me, and in the book, I give you loads of tools on how to become bursting with love within yourself. Um, We talk about how to call in your soulmate when you're ready um, and how to let go of old stories and things like that. So it's really, you know, the best relationship manual for the modern girl who wants to rewrite the relationship story within themselves and with their lovers. Yeah. And I think while it's definitely relationship specific, the tips are so amazing in terms of filling up your own cup. And I always speak to my clients about this in terms of, you know, obviously you can't pour from an empty cup. We know that, but when you work on creating that life so your cup is full, my gosh, does it have a powerful flow and effect to every area of your life? Like it's obviously relationship, but it's your health, it's your relationship with food, it's your career, it's everything. And I think the strategies to actually take action in open wider, so powerful that, you know, 
I encourage everyone to, to get started because it's going to totally transform everything. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of the feedback that I've been getting is like, it's transformed people who have read it. It's transformed every area of their life, Mm. their career, their health, their relationships. It has deepened every area of their life. Like people have read it and then not only left toxic relationships, but left toxic careers and have finally healed from X and, Mm. you know, have just, created relationships and friendships and soulful sister relationships that they never dreamed possible. Um, So it does, you know, when you start doing this work, this inner personal development work on yourself, it does ripple out into every area of your life. Yeah. So powerful. And I just had one other kind of topic I'm conscious of your time today, but I just wanted to raise the topic that I know you speak about with, and I apologize if I sound a little bit sexist, but generally speaking, it is predominantly women who I see that are starting to explore um, this and, and self-development. And you say that, you know, some people might get to the point where they realize they need to leave a relationship because they're on different paths. What's been your experience with getting, you know, more males involved in this conversation and what would be your advice to someone to gently start to share this information with their partner who may not be as open to it as your IR? Mm, it's a really good question and one I get asked all the time and so. <laughs> and my husband too and even on our tour around Australia it was one of the most common things that people came up to us and asked at the end of the show um so okay the thing is is we cannot fix change or improve anyone else and we cannot speed up anyone else's journey because everyone's soul has a path and you can't get your partner on board. You can't change them. You can't fix them. You can't improve them. All you can do is be the example. That's it. That's all you can do because if you try and fix change and improve them, you are going to cause yourself so much stress and it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard. Trust me, I have tried. I have tried to fix change and improve my parents. And I have let go, opened wide and completely surrendered to them being on their own journey. And that was causing me so much stress and pain and agony that I just had to. Um, The only way that you can inspire someone else is by being the example. So if you are in a situation where you are growing and learning and your partner isn't, keep being the example. And then the next thing you can do is have what do what I practice, what I call in the book, which is practice crystal clear communication, CCC, and sit down with them and share from your heart about what this means to you and why it's important for you and why you want to grow and learn and evolve and why you want to deepen your relationship with yourself because you want to deepen your connection with them. So the first step is you lead by example. The second step is you have an open, loving, crystal clear communication with them. And the next thing is 
you have one or two choices, if they don't evolve or don't want to, you either accept it or you move on. Mm. And you have to say to yourself, can I fully accept this without expectation? Because they may, they may come around. They may come around, but it might take five years. They may come around, it might take five days. But in that moment, you have to say to yourself, in this moment, am I willing to wholeheartedly accept this human being as they are? If yes, okay, yes. If no, then you need to let that go because you're only going to cause yourself more stress. And that is what a lot of people are are going through at the moment. I see it a lot. I see a lot of um, relationships unconsciously, uh, sorry, sorry, consciously uncoupling as best as they can because, you know, one has a, is evolving and the other isn't ready or, or can't keep up right now. And that's okay. We're not here to judge anyone else's journey. Mm. It's not about judging. Well, I'm further on. It's not about that. This is just about leading by example, having a crystal clear conversation with the other person and then deciding, can I wholeheartedly accept this? If not, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let this relationship go and create space for something else in my life. And some people can, can accept it. They go, you know what? I can. I can accept this. I can live with this. That's okay. And I feel inner peace about it. But if you can't get to that place, then you need to let it go. Otherwise, it's just going to cause you so much stress and heartache in the future. Yeah, great advice. That's my quote of the day. You cannot fix change or improve anyone else. All you can do is be the example. So beautiful. So I just wanted you to share with us where we can find out more info about Open Wide, but also I, as I shared with you, am loving your podcast. So please also share that with our listeners so they can jump in and tune in. And third, (laughs) third and final request is tell us about what you and Nick um, are planning in the near future. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> so to get my book, um, head to melissarambrosini.com open wide. And Nick and I actually created a free video series masterclass um, where you'll get to hear us talk about soulful sex and all of these juicy topics. Um, and that's free. And that's just at melissarambrosini.com open wide. So head there. And my website's just melissarambrosini.com. Um, and I've got... Uh, other online programs and mentorships and eBooks and all sorts of other goodies there too. And then I'm on social media, mostly active on Instagram and Facebook. They're my two faves, very much active on Instagram. I love it. It's so much fun. Um, and my podcast is the Melissa Rambrosini show. So all you have to do is head to your podcast app and hit subscribe and you won't miss any. I do two a week and love it. And Um, we hit 2 million downloads in the first year, which is just so amazing. And it's so much fun. I love doing it so much. I just get to have epic conversations with epic human beings. It's the best. I love it. Um, and yeah, we've got, um, Nick and I are working on a lot more stuff together and collaborating together, which is really fun and exciting. We have realized just how much, um, he, how much people are really wanting to hear more about 
deep love and soulful sex and rocking relationships and um, we want to be a voice for that. He is also an incredible musician and entrepreneur and he has an amazing podcast called Broad New World. And for those women who we were talking about before and their partners who may not be on board, subtly get Broad New World into their ears because Nick talks uh, a lot about consciousness, spirituality, um, and all different topics, health, wealth, love, relationships, everything. But coming from a man, it's really powerful. Like we get constantly emails and messages about um, from couples and from men, but from a lot of couples saying, you know, his podcast and my podcast have saved their marriage or um, they experienced infidelity and it brought them back together after listening to a particular episode. So please get that into their ears because it'll be really, really powerful for them to hear a lot of what we were talking about, but from a male perspective too. Um, So yeah, that's where you can find us and that's what we've got coming up. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show again. Yeah, it's been awesome to chat. I'm sure our listeners have learned so much and all the links will be in the show notes team. So definitely head there. And I personally have been loving Broad New World as well. I was listening to a few episodes um, on my flight back to Melbourne on Monday and I had that same thought. I think there are guys that that really need to hear this and I feel confident that they'll resonate with, yeah, just hearing it come from a male voice as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's so it's so powerful and so great. I've got my dad onto it, my brother onto it. I've got everyone listening. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, Melissa. It was awesome to chat again and have a beautiful day. Thank you, darling. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.